Hey, what's up? It's your boy King. Um, coming back to you with another episode today, and uh, today I want to talk about labor unions and how they form. And uh, it's an article that I found on Wikipedia. Now, a lot of people don't like using Wikipedia, but I like Wikipedia because it gives you good information. Now, whatever you don't think about, whatever you think about Wikipedia, I really don't give a shit. But um, it goes into my my new episode that um, is titled Men's Public Service. And Men's Public Services talks about the men and women who work, who do their public service of nine to five jobs of labor jobs. So I'm going to read a little something, you know, just to give you a little history today about why unions were started and when they were started. So Unions began forming in the mid-19th century in response of the social economic impact of Industrial Revolution. National labor unions began to form in the post-Civil War era. The Knights of Labor emerged as a major force in the late 1880s, but it collapsed because of the poor organization, lack of effective leadership, disagreement, overgoals, and strong opposition from the employers and the government forces. The American Federal Federation of Labor, founded in 1886 and led by Samuel Gumpers until his death in 1924, proved much more durable. It arose as a loose collision in various local unions. It helped coordinate and support strikes and eventually became a major player in national politics, usually on the side of the Democrats. American labor unions benefited greatly the New Deal policies of Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the 1930s, the Wagner Act, and particularly legally protected the right of unions to organize. Unions from this point developed increasingly closer ties to the Democratic Party and other considered a backbone element of the New Deal coalition. Now, the pro-business Conservatives gained control of Congress in 1946 and in 1947 passed the Taft-Hartley Act, drafted by senior Robert A. Taft. President Truman vetoed it, but vetoed it, but the conservative coalition overrode the veto. The veto overrode had considerable Democratic support, including 106 out of 177 Democrats in the House and 20 out of 42 Democrats in the Senate. The law, which is still in effect, banned union contributions to the political candidates, restricted the power of unions to cause strikes that threatened national security and forced the explosion of the communist union leaders. The Supreme Court found the anti-communist provision to be unconstitutional and is no longer enforced. The unions campaigned vigorously for years to repel the law but failed. During the late 1950s, the Landrell-Griffin Act of 1955 passed in the wake of congressional invitations investigations of the corruption of the undemocratic internal politics in the Teamster and other unions. Now, I love Teamster. I think that Teamster is a good union myself. But in 1955, the two largest labor organizations in the AFL and the CIO merged in a division over 20 years. Now, what does that mean to you today?
this I feel like this is a big part of labor. I feel like this is a, a really big part of labor. And I feel like this is the reason why this is like one of those reasons why, you know, we join unions so that, you know, it's hard for us to lose our jobs so that we won't get fired for stupid shit. Now, so a lot of people don't understand the importance the importance of being in the union is there's a lot of importance to being in the union it is it's a lot of importance to being in the union and what's the importance of being in the union so we won't lose our jobs over stupid shit so when we have white people or other dumbass employers who wants to try to fire us over stupid shit but when you're inside of a union, it's hard for them to let you go. And they just send you over to a whole nother station. But like I said, you know, these unions are formed to help us. Some were, were formed to help others. But, you know, like the George, 10,000 men named George. If you ever seen that movie, you'll understand that those black men had a reason for fighting for their labor jobs. Why are labor jobs important in you, the United States of America to other people that come from different countries? Because it, it helps you get a good understanding of how to survive in this fucking country. And, and what does that mean? That means that you won't ever be out of a fucking job, no matter what. There's all kind of labor jobs in the United States of America. So if you ever come to America and say you can't find a fucking job, that's a lie. Because labor jobs are everywhere. It don't matter construction, cooking, like myself, um, scooping up dog shit, making concrete, all kind of stuff. Labor jobs are everywhere. So when you try to when you try to say that the there's no labor jobs everywhere, nowhere, you'll be lying. But it, it says the percentage of workers belonging to the Union of Destiny in the United States peaked in 1954 and almost 35% of the total number of union members peaked in 1979 and it's an estimated 21.0 million. Memberships have declined since with the private sector union memberships beginning in a steady decline that continues into the 2010s, 2010s, but the membership of the public sector unions grew steadily. Now, Oak Ridge National Lab Laboratory in 1948. But this is what I'm saying. Unions are here to help us for people in labor. So we should we should ask ourselves why is it important to join the union? But I'm gonna talk about that on my next episode and I'm gonna get back to y'all because I'm still doing laundry and I got a family to attend to. So this has been real. It's your boy King, and this has been another episode of Men's Public Service. And I'll talk to y'all later.